Welcome to the Audit 15 Fun Podcast. My goal with this podcast is to bring relevant internal audit topics to the table at least every 15 days. Today, we're going to be talking about Excel. And to talk about that topic, I have Dim Early as my guest. Dim started his career at the Boston Consulting Group and worked at the Dutch Bank for a number of years. Now, he has his own consulting firm, and he was the Financial Modeling World Cup winner in 2021, also described as the LeBron of Excel. Welcome, then to the podcast. It's a pleasure to have you on. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Absolutely. So a lot of people may not know about the, the Financial Modeling World Cup competition, which has been getting some attention, and I learned about it last year. So before we get into the competition itself, can you kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into Excel and how you became the expert in Excel? Sure, sure. Um, so I guess I, I studied maths and physics in university and then computer science post-grad. Um, so I never, never sort of used Excel much before starting in the business world. I, I used it in the summers as like a way of tackling math problems, but it's, you know, not not really kind of business Excel use. Um, but so then I started at, uh, at BCG, the Boston Consulting Group. Um, and, you know, it's a lot of a lot of being a junior person in a consulting firm is, you know, kind of wrangling data and that kind of thing. And it I guess it just came to me very naturally, probably because of the kind of mathsy, computer sciencey background. Um, and so, yeah, I just, you know, I, I think my second or third case there was one that was quite kind of data heavy. And so I like learned by doing a lot of stuff. Um, a lot of things that I look back on now and think, wow, I can't believe I thought that was the way to do it. But, you know, it's like I said, learn by doing, learn by doing wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I was, I guess I was probably there six months or so I started getting a reputation as, you know, the guy who could do weird things in Excel and, you know, it's, BCG London at the time was, I don't know, maybe like 150 consultants and something like that. So it was, it was a pretty small group. And so, you know, it pretty quickly got to be the case that, you know, a, a whole range of people would kind of come by my desk on a Friday because that was kind of the day everyone was in the office and not a client's. That's not really what happens on a Friday anymore, but <laughs> those were the days. Um, and, you know, just like, just all kinds of kind of random problems that people had. Um, and so I guess that in a way that was what kind of let me cut my teeth um, because, you know, it was like running this little mini clinic every Friday and, and having all kinds of interesting problems coming my way. Um, yeah, that was, that was how I got into it. Perfect. Perfect. So you, you were, you, you became the expert by demand pretty much. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, talking about the, the world cup, the financial modeling world cup and in the, you know, different Excel competitions that are out there, you, you won a competition back in 2014, you won one last year. It is a global competition. I think it's getting more and more recognition now. So for those who maybe never heard of the competition, uh, can you kind of tell us a little bit about the competition and uh, how you got involved in the first place? And also, what are some of the problems that they're solving? I know it's more like financial modeling driven. So like m maybe some like uh, general topics or general things that people are usually working on as uh, during those competitions. 
Sure, sure. Um, well, I'll, I'll answer the short one first. How did I get into it? One of uh, one of my workmates from, or former workmate, I think at that point from BCG, uh, just sort of saw this saw model off, um, which is like the, the sort of the first of these competitions um, and sent me an email saying, hey, have you seen this? It looks like your kind of thing. I was like, yeah, that does look like my kind of thing. I should give this a go. Um, they, you know, they, they used to like back in the first couple of years, they had like a really big prize fund because they were trying to kind of attract attention. So it was, I think it was something like a twenty five or thirty thousand dollar prize fund those those first few years. Um, and so I, you know, I looked at that. And I was like, well, might as well give it a try. It's, it's one of these strange things that like, you know, I was, I was the go-to guy for Excel in my kind of small office, but I had absolutely no sense of, you know, did that mean I was like, you know, bottom of the top half in the world or did it mean I was the best in the world or somewhere in between, who knows? I still don't really know the answer to that because, you know, not everybody enters these competitions, but um, yeah, it was, it just seemed like a fun thing to do. Um, the kind of things we do, it's like you said, it's, it's a mix. A lot of it is kind of classic financial modeling, you know, build a three statement forecast model. There's a little bit of, of kind of model audit stuff, like I figure out what's wrong with this model, that kind of thing. Um, you know, these days, especially, there's, there's a very kind of diverse group of people who writes questions for it. So it, the questions can be literally from kind of any industry, like actuarial projections about figuring out the right price for insurance for a pet um, is one that came up. But, you know, it's, it's like, it's, it's everything. But then also, there, there is a, a sort of line of Kind of non-financial problems as well. So, like the one that I always think of is, you know, the, the year I uh, the year I won model off the the problem solving question in the final was about like solving a maze in Excel. So you had you know a grid of zeros and ones corresponding to passages and walls, um, and you know there were whatever a hundred different grids or something. You had to figure out a way to solve. You know, what's the shortest way through the maze using formulas? Um, and there's, yeah, there's all kinds of, you know, variants on board games and figuring out poker strategies. And it's, yeah, there's, there's a bit of everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a, a lot of variety and best part of it. You mentioned at the beginning, you made some money from it, which is awesome. So uh, I, relate. yeah, that, that was a lot of fun. I, I wouldn't say that was the best part of it. It's uh, <laughs> like, I, I think, I mean, j not even joking, like the, what I, what I learned from doing it has been worth a lot more to me financially in terms of, you know, like being able to position myself for better jobs and like building a reputation for my consulting firm and that kind of thing was actually like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I was, I was still in my twenties and I won $30,000. I was very happy about it at the time, right. <laughs> but, but it wasn't, it wasn't actually the big, uh, the big thing I got out of it in the end. Yeah, absolutely. And I can definitely understand that, you know, knowledge is power and, um, you know, nobody's going to take that away from you. Like you, you earn the money and then you go out and you spend and then you don't have it anymore, but knowledge you, stays with you. So definitely good, good uh, story there. So kind of related to the, 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 the last question here, but uh, unfortunately, uh, Excel is viewed as a non-sophisticated data analysis tool. And I think that's, you know, in my opinion, it couldn't be further from the truth. So from your experience, and maybe thinking about not so much of the competitions, but maybe things that you apply, like in, you know, like in actual business cases, like what, what are some of the like coolest things that you've done that people who are listening would be like, oh, I didn't know you could do that with Excel. 
Sure. Um, so, uh, I mean, I guess a couple of things, uh, a couple of things come to mind. I mean, just you know, less on the less on the business side, but you know, still one of my one of my favorite Excel uses is um, you know I was in a, a sports pool with some friends, uh, you know, based on the the English Premier League, and you know I, I entered it because one of my good friends was organizing it, but I haven't followed the Premier League since the mid '90s or so. I had absolutely no idea who was playing or how good they were or anything. Um, but you know, it was like, well, I might as well make a go of it. So I went and downloaded all the kind of match prediction data from 538.com um, and you know, built a file to predict how I would score in this pool depending on different selections and then optimize for that. So that was uh, that was a fun thing to do. <laughs> I mean, I, I think to your point about the the perception of it not being a sophisticated tool, I think. I think most people have a sense of what Excel can do that's grounded in like Excel 2003 or maybe 2007. Um, and, you know, you think about all the things that have been added since then in terms of, you know, the, the ability to handle like data with Power Query and Power Pivot um, and, you know, some of the new stuff just in the last kind of year or so with dynamic arrays and, and kind of just sort of much more sophisticated formulas. It's you know what excel is capable of now is is almost unrecognizably different from what it was when i started my career you know i i look back not even super recently but a little while ago on one of the training courses i ran when i was at bcg and like more than 50% of it is just not relevant anymore because it was like workarounds for the limitations of Excel, like, you know, how you can do a conditional sum with multiple conditions with a, you know, sneaky sum product trick. Um, that this kind of thing is like, well, now you can just use some ifs. Um, and, you know, there's all these tricks for like sorting data with formulas and sorting data that might have repeats with formulas or like really heavy array formulae for like pulling out a unique list of things dynamically. And now that stuff is just kind of super easy. Um, I, I mean, I think the most sort of quote unquote sophisticated stuff I do in Excel is probably less financial modeling and more, um, more sort of data analysis and reporting um, because the stuff you can do with, with power query with that now is just, it's a, it's a total game changer. Like, um, you know, I, I do a lot of kind of weekly and other regular reports and, you know, with my main client and it's, you know, the ability to sort of take whatever, 30 different large data files and, you know, manipulate them, line them up, mix them, match them, all this kind of stuff in a way that is like super automated and you just kind of press the button each week to do it again. You know, it's like, even compared to what you were able to do with macros 10 years ago, it's, it's a whole, whole other ball game. Um, so yes, I definitely agree with your lamentation about it not being recognized as a sophisticated tool. Yeah. Awesome. So there you go. For those who are uh, planning to participate in fantasy football, coming up here they can contact you because it seems like you had a, a good model there for <laughs> for yep. participating in uh in competitions with your friends and uh yeah good really good point about the power query and actually i learned that not too long ago i'm like yeah excel you're limited to a million rows uh, no she used power query you're not <laughs> so yeah 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 i mean it's uh, funny I, I just uh i just did a small job yesterday for a client they had you know, monthly, uh, monthly kind of payroll and other files going back 
you know, years all on different tabs and they had some audit where they needed to do various summary findings and it was just, you know, they needed their results soon and it was just taking them hours to kind of put everything together. And I was like, well, we can do this in Power Query and it's going to take about five minutes to stack them all on top of each other in a nice database and, and do whatever you want from there. And they, they literally just said to me when I spoke to them this morning, you're my hero. I'm like, nice. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, those are the good stories that uh, you can take away. So it, it kind of related to that point of, uh, I, I thought you had a really good point about some of the content that's out there, it's outdated, right? Cause like people are thinking about Excel, they're thinking about like, you know, the 2007 version and there may be some stuff out there that it's like, it's no longer applicable. So for those who want to stay current, you know, learn about the current functions of Excel and just learn about what Ollie can do in your view, what are some of your, you know, best resources to stay current uh, for those who want to learn more about it? Sure. Um, so, I, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you how I did it. Um, and then maybe how I possibly should have done it differently, but the, the way that I have always learned pretty much everything I've ever learned in Excel, or at least 90 plus percent of it is first there's a need. And then there's a solution. In other words, I, you know, I never, I never thought, oh, hey, I should go learn Power Query, and then see what I can do with it. Um, and, and like, for example, you know, I, I know Power Pivot does all kinds of things, and I have a, a loose sense of what it can do, but I've never really learned it because it's not, it's not something I've ever needed. Um, but you know, when I was in the early days of doing these, the kind of weekly reporting I mentioned here, you know, I was doing it in Excel with like with macros and with manual copy pasting and so on, and as people wanted more details and more refinements and more data sources added, it was getting heavier and heavier and harder and harder. And so I had this kind of loose sense that, well, you know, there's this new tool for extracting, transforming, loading data. Um, you know, maybe I should check that out, see if it can help. And then, you know, with a, a kind of quite specific goal of like, I want to be able to manipulate this file in this way and summarize data like this and so on, I went and looked for it. And, and so whenever I have like a specific need like that, like I think Excel should be able to do X, but I don't know how, I go straight to Google. And I, I formulate the, the query as kind of plainly as I can, and I type it in. And there are some things where, like, you know, you might be using a sort of common language meaning of the word table, but Excel has a specific technical meaning of the word table or something like that. There are some cases where, you know, it's hard to describe the thing without using a word that specifically refers to, the, you know, there are sort of edge cases where it's, it's hard unless you know the, the right term. But in, I would say, 95% of cases, if you write a plain description of what you're looking for into Google, you'll, you'll find good results. And, you know, the, if you want to sort of just go and browse what's out there, you know, the, the Mr. Excel.com forums, great, um, you know, his, his YouTube channel or Oz de Soleil's YouTube channel, if you're kind of leaning more the power query side of things, great. Ken Pulse has an amazing website. But in my experience, like I said, I've, I've never really kind of just said to myself, oh, I'll go and read everything Ken Pulse has written about Power Query. But when I Google how to do X in Power Query, it very often leads me to him because he's written, you know, he's got lots of good stuff. Um, but I, I only kind of find it as I need it. And that Google is great for that. Um, I, I mean, if you wanted to sort of learn Power Query just as like figure out what it can do, I, I think the first thing I did with Power Query was I took a bunch of um, of like free online data 
um, I took the, um, the, there's a, like a bike sharing scheme in New York City, City Bike. Um, and they publish data on like every ride that is taken in like an anonymized way. So you can download a file for like every ride taken in the month of July, 2022. Um, and it'll say, you know, at, at this time, someone took a bike from this station to this station. But, you know, there's, there are like bajillions of rides, like many of them are, many of the individual month files are too big to open in Excel because they're over a million rows. But it was sort of the perfect thing to play around with in Power Query. So, you know, first I just, you know, messed around with one of them, summarized, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, pretty soon you figure out how you can actually, you know, stack them all together and, and look for, look for interesting things. But like having, having a specific data set to play around with is definitely helpful. And there are lots of free ones out there. Um, and I, I can't offer any kind of recommendations on courses because I've never taken one. Um, but, you know, the likes of, um, you know, Win Hopkins has a great YouTube channel that does a lot of Power Query stuff. Oz de Soleil has a great one that does a lot of Power Query stuff. I'm sure there are a bunch of others out there, but those are some of the ones I know. Yeah, really good takeaways there. First, there's the need, right? Like, well, what's the problem that you're trying to solve? So I think that's a good takeaway. And then the second one, like just having a data set to play with, you know, I think that's that's something that, you know, can, can uh, sharpen your skills that way. Uh, if you don't necessarily have a project there you're working on that you need uh, to use uh, Excel for. So really appreciate you being on the podcast. And uh, for those who want to connect with you and learn about what you do, your, uh, your consulting business, or just want to connect with you, what's the best way for them to do so? Uh, I guess LinkedIn is probably the, the easiest place to find me. Um, if you uh, if you just want to see me chit chatting, then uh, I have a YouTube channel, but uh, I, I don't know if there's a way to communicate with me through that other than video comments, which is probably not the most efficient way. Uh, but yeah, you can you can find me on LinkedIn. Awesome, awesome, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. No, happy to. Thanks for having me. 